This, this is the SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by SWBC Mortgage. Financial solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now your host, Kevin Turner. All right. We've almost made it to the weekend. Wednesday night is a good night here at the happy hour brought to you by SWBC Mortgage. We are in the Cowboy Club and we're going to have a little fun tonight as we always do every Wednesday night on 105.3 The Fan locally, also the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. I am Kevin KT Turner from the Ben and Skin Show on 105.3 The Fan and I've got an incredible panel tonight that I had nothing to do with scheduling and I'm <laughs> like to introduce them all and we will start with the man right across from me, Hall of Famer. Dallas Cowboy legend Rayfield Wright is in the house. My goodness. Yes. And his positive Dallas. energy is vibing everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> also, we have from DallasCowboys.com, give it up for Dave Hellman. Hey, KT. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing amazing, Dave. Good to see you again. Thanks. Dave, a uh, uh, secret admirer of the LSU Tigers. So big Not game secret? for him. Not secret. Not so secret. Oh, yeah. it's out there. Okay, so it's out secret. there. We also have Lindsay Draper in the house. All right. Hey, friends. Hello, Lindsay. How Hi. are you? Um, thanks for joining us again. It was very fun last time it you were on the so panel. It was so much fun. I'm glad we get RJ this time. All right. Putting through the ringer. That's right. <laughs> the co-host of the Sean and RJ show, or one of the co-hosts of the Sean one and RJ one. show. To the, me, you know, to me, he's the, guy, the, the straw that stirs the drink on that show. It Thank is RJ you. Choppy, 530 to 10 indeed. on 105.3 The Fan. Give it up for Choppy. And we're not talking college football with me. No, Tennessee's tough, terrible. Tough year for Tennessee, yeah, huh? Bad. Tough year for Tennessee. <laughs> Happens to everybody. Yeah, it's it okay, does. Man. It well, does. it's Wednesday night, and generally how we start the show is we uh, we first of all I know what I do is I like to take a sip of my beverage because it is the happy hour brought to you by SWBC Mortgage. But we generally try to put last week's game to bed, okay, and then move on to the next game. All right, so uh, we'll start it off there, um, and I'll, I'll start with I'll start with you, Lindsay. When, when watching that game, I know they got off to a uh, – it, it, it got off to an ugly start. But to me, I, I walked away from the game going, I'm not terribly concerned about anything. Like, I feel like everything's still fine. Like, I know there's a lot of fans want to burn the city down when you have a tough loss like that. But I, I didn't – I wasn't concerned or anything. I, I feel fine moving forward. I don't know if I feel fine, KT. Dave and actually, I were uh, actually talking about this earlier. It seems like the Cowboys through those first three weeks got away with a ton of mistakes, and then you realize – in the next two, you're not going to be able to do those same things that you did. So I don't feel good until I see a game against a good team with those things cleaned up. I don't know how I feel right now. It's a big question mark over my head. I would agree with that. It's, uh, I keep thinking about it in terms of, like, school, you know? Like, the Saints game, you take a test. Some tests are really hard. Maybe you don't ace it, you know? That, that's the way life goes. Yeah. Hmm. The pack, I didn't ace the easy ones. I, well, neither did I, but that's beside the point. <laughs> But the Packers game felt like a test that they didn't ace because they didn't study enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. sloppy, minus three in turnover Could've differential. Could have done so much better. Like could have been cleaner on offense, fewer turnovers, could have played the run better on defense. It just it didn't feel like we got their best effort, for lack of a better term. I mean, and, and that happens too, but I felt better about losing to the Saints than the Packers. That's just me. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and for me, like, my concern level is, is the first half the last three games, they've combined for 13 points in the first half over the last three. That, to me, is, is something that, like, 
it's not a concern, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a worry. It's like, okay, put it over there, keep it in the back pocket, remember it, and, and figure out why. Why are they starting slow? Because this is a team that when they've put their playbook in, their plan in, and they've had those scripted plays, they've dominated. They've scored first drives a lot of times over the last few years. They've scored a lot in the first half. It's been the third quarter that's been the struggle, but this year it's the first half. I also think it's uh, when you're missing uh, big-time players like mm. a Tyron Smith. Oh, I can yeah. imagine the Cowboys of years past, if they were missing a Rayfield Wright, that would uh, impact the offense quite a bit, right? Well, you never know. <laughs> you know, uh, the offensive line is a very key part, mm -hmm. you know, of every game, every team, and it's very important. A lot of people don't understand exactly about what the mm -hmm. offensive line is really and truly all about, you know? And uh, when you look at uh, players, the offensive line to me, because I was an offensive lineman, an offensive lineman, the line is like a, uh, uh, you could have the, the you know, the, the most beautiful car in the world, okay? And without an engine in that automobile, where's that car going? It's just going to stand probably, there. It's probably nowhere, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to sit there, right? <laughs> That's right. So you got to put the engine in that automobile for the car to move, right? Yeah. Sure. And that's what the offensive line is all about, is putting that engine into the offense. And that's what really makes it go. You know, uh, uh, offense wins ball games, but defense wins championships. And that's, that's why you, you have, you're concerned about the defense. I was going to say, like, not, a, not a beautiful showing by them on Sunday. Well, you know, it's oh, a yeah. thing, though. Like, so, uh, again, it's like immediately freak out every time there's a loss. Okay. Of course. And, and that happens. Uh, and I take a lot of pride in just trying to stay, okay, I'll just sit there and be stoic about it. He has and no then, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll try to be yeah. very rational. The, the seasons are way too long to ride but, the ups and yeah. downs I, of them. Like, I, you can't get away with that. You'll exhaust yourself. I didn't like uh, just the, the immediate, oh, well, this, uh, oh, the defense sucks. I'm like, well, did, did you see what they did the Saints last week? I mean, they still the, stopped the Saints from scoring a touchdown. They mm -hmm. bottled up Alvin Kamara, one of the best players in the league. That's part of what bothers you, though, isn't it? Is like, which no, all respect intended to Aaron Jones. He's a very good football player. Yeah. But he's not as good as Alvin Kamara. Yeah, not close. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is part of that. You're going to play against the Packers yeah. a little bit different than, differently than you do Teddy Bridgewater. But 12 missed tackles, 109 rushing yards. I mean, these are like, that's the stuff, again, like, Sloppy. You got to play better than that against good competition if you want to expect to stack wins. Somehow, Aaron Jones led the league in yards per attempt last year. Like you wouldn't think of it, but he and did. Get, it was no, over five a carry. He it's is. Crazy. He is he's a good. really good player. Yeah. I'm not trying to but discredit him, but if you can do it against Kamara, yeah. you should be able to have more success against Aaron Jones. Well, it's very interesting because you'll have another one, another good running back next week in Le'Veon Bell. We'll talk about that. Uh, in just a little bit. Another thing I want to throw in on the defense, though, you look at the wide receivers for Green Bay, they basically were absent the whole game. I think there was just four catches from wide receivers. I thought the coverage was fine. I didn't think there were any issues in the secondary. Uh, I mean, there were a, a couple things you can nitpick, of course, but mm -hmm. I thought the secondary did a pretty good job. I thought the difference in that game, quite frankly, but aside from the turnovers, which is very obvious, you, you can't turn the ball over three times and win very often, is that Aaron Rodgers was extending plays, and it's like, Okay, he's a superhuman in this building for some reason, and we can't stop it. That was what I was – that was kind of my big takeaway. <laughs> I think for me is – I almost – I know fans maybe don't want to hear this, but, like, I just 
I just give that to Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's just going to do that, and yeah. I'm not sure what all – I don't know how you stop it, like you just I said. Like, <laughs> the, the shovel pass, like, Demarcus Lawrence yeah. was about to eat him alive, and he dumps this little shovel off to the running back, and it goes for 12 yards. He breaks contain on the pocket and floats this ball to, uh, to the backup tight end, not even Jimmy Graham. Uh, he's going to make plays like that. It's the routine plays that you have to stop, and that's what they didn't do. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to make his plays. Yeah. It's the basic stuff you've got to stop to compensate for that. And also winning, winning the turnover battle right. probably helps too. Yeah, when he's in the pocket, I mean, he's not as like – part of what makes him so good is his ability to improvise and do those crazy Absolutely. plays like he did. After the first, like, 11 pass attempts, he was pretty average in that game. Yeah. But the first 11, it was, oh, that's Aaron from, like, 2010. Like, yeah. that's, that's a different Aaron Rodgers than we've seen. Uh, Ray Phyllis, for you, are you are you locked in pretty much every Sunday, ready to ready to go when it's game time, and, and locked in watching every game? Well, I tell you what, uh, I'm a cowboy, you know, and I've been a yes, cowboy, sir. and I'm a cowboy for all of my life, the rest of my life. So uh, I want to see the club play well. I want to see them do good, and I want to see them win ball games, you know. And you know, I'm always excited about when the Cowboys are playing because it makes it it, it does something for me as mm-hmm. a player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It kind of raises my blood pressure, you might want to say. I want to go back. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to go back and get my helmet and fasten my chin strap. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's what I want to do, you know? But uh, no, man, it's uh, it, it, it's awesome to be at the games, and I am at the games. Mm-hmm. That's nice. You know, especially conference games. I'm there, man, and I'm there, and I'm cheering, and, you know, I want the guys to play well and do well. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really interesting because in a, lot of, in a lot of ways because you bring into a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You bring into uh, uh, confidence. You bring into... Uh, uh, commitment, dedication, you bring all those things in and they come in from the beginning of training camp, even before training camp, they come in to play, you know, and, 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 and out of all the different players from around the country, you have to bring those players together and they have to become one. And that's where your success comes. You know, I think this team has done – I think the, the rapport inside the locker room is awesome. Mm-hmm. It really has been yeah. for, for years, it seems like. But it's been really good yes. this year. It felt like, at least training camp yeah. going forward, it's always felt like a pretty good locker room. From the time – yeah, from, I mean – They're really young. From the t- yeah, yeah, I was going to say, from the time Dak and Zeke kind of took over. Yeah, right. It kind of changed in yeah. 2016 and a little bit. That's not yeah. to say it was bad in the years before that, but it's, it's fresh. a young core all coming in at the same time, you know – Lawrence, Jalen, Van Der Esch, your defensive stars are all similar age coming at the same time. Obviously, Dak Absolutely. and Z coming in at the same time. I think it's it's paid dividends for them. And that's, you know, I, I'm not super worried about a two-game losing streak. I don't think we're yeah. going to learn a lot if they beat the Jets, but I'm positive that they're not sweating it. And I think that's, that's something to keep in mind. Well, for sure. we have to understand change. Mm-hmm. You know, change is very, very important because you're going to get it. Anytime you in any uh, competitive business, yeah, you know, there's change. And I think with the change that's taking place right now, I think the young guys and there are guys that are stepping up, that are becoming leaders, 
which is going to spread out to the other players, and they're going to begin to really look up to mm -hmm. these leaders that's coming, and they're going to pay attention to them because these young guys that's coming up, I'm telling you, they are very talented, they are very skillful, and they're going to make a, a difference in the Dallas Cowboys coming up. That's right. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll talk a little bit about the Jets game. But next, I want to go off a tweet that I saw from Lindsey Draper just uh -oh. a little oh, bit ago. Oh, dear, We KT. do have to talk Stalking about face, uh, one of the more. How did you not get Dave's Twitter? Before we, finally, <laughs> before we finally put the game to rest, we do have okay. to talk about one of the more dramatic moments from Sunday's game involving the head coach. Yeah, we do. That's mm. next on the Happy Hour, brought to you by SWBC Mortgage on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
back, back to the back. SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Happy Hour. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. That's right. We do it every Wednesday night on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Also, 105.3 The Fan at 7 p.m. The Happy Hour. And thank you to SWBC Mortgage for making it happen. Beautiful night inside the Cowboy Club. I'm Kevin K.T. Turner. Tonight it's R.J. Choppy, Lindsey Draper, Hi. Dave Hellman, Yo. and, of course, Hall of Famer Rayfield Wright. Thank Woo! you so much for having me here. Rayfield Wright, you've seen it all, man. We've well, seen it all. And this goes back, I'll be honest, to before I would ever know. <laughs> because I believe, wow. I believe your final year in the NFL was 1980, correct? That is correct. And right. I, I was born personally in 1988. Personally. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Don't yeah. tell me that. I'm a baby. So, technically, no, I'm really not. But uh, when were you born, RJ? 79. 79. Oh, so. my goodness. Right. Yeah. We got some overlap here. Oh, That's wow. Nice. <laughs> there's, there's an overlap. That's right. But yes, it is, isn't it? You can't follow and cover the team without know about you uh, and know about your history. Um, what are some of the, your favorite memories you're looking back to? And I know it's, it's a long career. What were some of your favorite memories looking back at oh, all? Oh, my goodness, man. I tell you what, there's so many memories uh, that I have. You know, I remember uh, coming to the Cowboys, being drafted in the seventh round, and I was drafted as a tight end. Mm -hmm. And I played tight end for my first two years. You got wow. hands. Yeah, I got great hands. With a lot know? of rings on them. <laughs> the size of those hands. Oh, my God. But I was a basketball player. I couldn't even make the high school football team. Really? That's wow. it. It's correct. So I was a basketball player. And that's when I went to college, I went to call a basketball uh, athletic scholarship. And I thought I was there just to play basketball. But being on an athletic scholarship, they said, hey, you got to play two sports. And I said, what are you talking about? Then they said, okay, choose a sport. So I chose football. And I became uh, a tight end, even though I played free safety, defensive end, and offense, and tight end. So the Cowboys draft, uh, drafted me as a tight end back in 67. And just happened to be that was the ice bowl yeah. year yeah. in Green Bay. Wow. Crazy. Heard a and little bit about I that played game. in the Ice Bowl in Green Bay <laughs> in 1967. Cold? You know, and was it cold? <laughs> oh, come on, man. You know, when you 18 below zero, what do you think? <laughs> nah, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Chill back to 32 below, my oh, God. My How do you stay goodness. warm? Well, you Or gotta, try to stay warm. Well, you got to have uh, you got to have on more than long johns, I can tell yeah. you that. It's you crazy. know, but it's, it's very difficult to stay. It's hard to stay warm in an area like that, especially during that time I was on special teams. And you get off the field, you run down on special teams, and you come back, and you have to wait till the offense and defense do that thing. You know what I'm saying? And if you get the opportunity, you'll get back out on the field again. Yeah, and, and that's a and brutal you, wait. You know, especially oh. when, they, when the opposite team cut the heat off uh, your side of, of the field. Course. Yeah. Of course they did, right? Of course. It was a little it, less regulated back then. Oh, yeah. absolutely, man. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had a tremendous career with the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, I'm a cowboy, and I will be a cowboy the rest of my life. Even after I'm gone, I'm still a Dallas That's Cowboy. That's right. I love it. You know, and we had, a, we had a great coach. And, you know, he taught us a lot of different things, you know, and – you know, and these are some of the, you know, qualities that you look back 
at some of the players that played the game back in those days because we had a lot of rules in the game mm -hmm. back then, and some of the rules were good, some was bad. In other words, we had rules, but we didn't have rules. You're saying there was an instant, there was an instant replay back then? No, Pass interference is pass interference. Not debating about what was a catch. But, but <laughs> it, was, yeah. it no. was a lot of fun, you know? And yeah. after us, Starbuck joined the club two years after I got there, and uh, uh, Coach Landry, uh, called me in his office and said, Brayfield, uh, I'm going to move you to offensive tackle. And I thought he was crazy because I never played it, you know, offensive tackle before. And I said, well, okay, coach, you tell me what I need to do, what you want me to do, how you want me to do it, and I'll do it. Turned out and that pretty was well, it. I would right. say. The rest yeah. is history. Pretty good switch. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of players would do that this, that way uh, these days. Well, you know, a, a lot of players, the way it is today, a lot of players uh, today specialize in one yeah. position. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they, uh, that's what they specialize in, and that's what they play, which is nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But back in the day, there were athletes, and there, there's a difference between a great player and an athlete. And a lot of people don't understand that because a great player – which takes nothing away from his ability. Right. A great player plays one position. An athlete can play anything, any position. Yep. I was a, a tight end. I was a defensive end. I was. I was. I played even free safety in college. Are you wow. serious? Yeah, and I couldn't even make the high school like football a, team. Remember a wow. free safety or a strong safety? I mean, no, <laughs> I was a free safety man. Arranging, you had to be the yeah. biggest, baddest safety in the county. <laughs> well, the, you know, the I, conference. Your high yeah, school football coach. Why can't we have footage good. of this? Oh my God. <laughs> Well, there is footage of it. We Where? just don't have it here. Uh, <laughs> who do I need to call? If I need I can, that. If I can take a liberty, KT, yes. I'm, just, I'm curious about, all right, you're, you're a Hall of Fame offensive tackle, incredible career. Cowboys have two pretty good offensive tackles right now, Tyron yes. Smith, yes. Lyle Collins. They're two of the quietest guys I've ever met. Like, they're incredible players. They play with a mean streak, but they're just – quiet giants yes what type of player were you like were you like that or were you just like a nasty trash talking <laughs> well son of a gun that were <laughs> tell us the truth you want to know the truth I absolutely want the truth. you know offensive linemen believe me a lot are pretty humble guys you know gotta, be. Yeah. Yeah. gotta be yeah absolutely they're very very humble guys and you don't hear a lot of trash talking you know on the field in the field of play you hear that from the defensive standpoint, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. The defensive linemen and the linebackers are the ones that talk, the hard talk, yeah. uh, the dirty and the nasty to talk. And I'll give you a good example of that. I'm yeah, who was it. the best uh, trash talker? Okay, the best, well, as far as I was concerned, the first chance that I had a chance to start in the National Football League uh, was against the L.A. Rams. And I had to face a guy that was the most feared defensive end in the National Football League. And that was David Deacon Jones. Yes, All right. sir. And I don't know whether you guys ever heard of him. Oh, yeah. Sure yeah. Quite okay. a bit about Since Mr. Jones. you guys Jones. are very young. You know? <laughs> He's like a modern-day Khalil <laughs> Mack. He did the helmet slap, didn't he? Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, 
it was legal then, yes. but today it's not legal. But I'm telling you, man, uh, I, I never will forget the first play of the ball game. Our quarterback called the play. We go up to the line of scrimmage, and I'm looking at Deacon Jones square in his eyes. His eyes is red as fire, man, and he's kicking his back leg like a bull. And, you know, when a bull starts kicking his leg, what he's going to do? He's coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's exactly what happened. And the ball's going to be snapped on two. And our quarterback says, hut. And then there's a little pause before the second hut, right? In that little pause, offensive linemen are taught to listen. Yeah. Okay, to hear because they, the quarterback can call a color or number and change the play that was called in the hole, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm listening now. Remember, this is my first play in the National Football League. <laughs> I'm worried and, about where this is Wow, going. this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm listening, okay? And here it goes. In that little pause, I hear a voice. And it wasn't our quarterback's voice. It was Deacon Jones' voice. And you know what he did? He asked me a question. <laughs> And his question was, "Oh dear, if you knew Deke like I know him, okay, he has this very deep voice. And he said, boy, do your mama know you out here? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, when, when, when the second hut came, I froze, man. I'm still in my stance. Everybody else carrying out that play. I didn't know what was going on. And That's you're amazing. talking about that head slap. I got it. Well, you learned a lesson very early in your career, I right? Learned, hey, that's, what, that's what started me. Yeah. You know, that, that was the first time wow. I ever started in the National Football League. That's what happened to me. And he knocked me back on my back past the quarterback, man. I'm telling you, after the play was over, I rolled over. Looked at Coach Langer thinking he's going to take me out of the game. He turned his back on me. And I said, Lord, I'm in this one by myself. Yeah. Then he reached his big arms down there to help me up off my back. And he said something else to me. He said, hey, rookie, uh -oh. welcome to the NFL. And I said, oh, my God, what is this? You I think know? they call that a baptism by yeah. fire. I wow. think there that's what go. they call wow. it by the game. I, I also like the random challenge uh, for, for all of our listeners now to just uh, – if you run into a person, say, hey, does your mama know you're out here? Oh, yeah. don't say that. That's, a good one. That's beautiful That's a good trash talk. Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell you what happened after all the game was over and everything. I ended up getting the game ball. I was MVP of the game. And oh, wow. Right How'd that turn around? That's never amazing. took me out of uh, right tackle. I never wow. stopped. And that's how my career started. That's amazing. It's brilliant. You know, Give him the, the game ball. He's hooked for life. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what was happening. You know, and at the Hall of Fame – I asked Deke, here's what I asked him. You won't believe this. I said, Deke, let me ask you something, man. Because in watching films and studying, I used to see the head slap come on offensive tackles, and they're held on the floor 10 feet in the air, man. And this is real. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. It was so heavy. And I said, tell me the truth, man. Did you guys ever place anything in your hand, in the palm of your hand, to hit guys like upside the head? And he looked at me and laughed, and uh, he said, well, Rayfield, you really want to know? I said, yeah, <laughs> I want to know, man. Oh, my God. But there were players back in those days, in the early days of the NFL, that would put rows of coins 
Oh, oh and, my. And, and they will put a little piece of steel right in the palm of their hand. Oh. And they tape it up so you All couldn't. Things you could now ding that helmet straight 10 feet in the air. You couldn't oh, tell. Yeah. And the officials couldn't tell. All I can think about hearing that yeah. is that Dak got a roughing the passer call because somebody tapped his helmet. Yeah, right. That yeah. Game. <laughs> like, On a non-pass. But nowadays, <laughs> that's like assault with a deadly weapon yeah. charges. Uh, yeah, that, that might be a jail time. Oh, yeah. for that that's that might be jail time. Just like I said, we had rules, we but we didn't have rules. Right. we got to take a quick break. I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about how it's changed from back then and how it is now. I do specifically, we have to talk about the flag thing. With Jason Garrett oh, last week. Oh, we got year. off tra- we'll topic. We'll do that That's Okay, next. yeah, we can do that. On the Happy Hour, brought to you by SWBC Mortgage on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
SWBC Mortgage, Dallas Cowboys Happy Hour. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Yes, that is correct. It is a beautiful Wednesday night here at the Cowboys Club. It is the Happy Hour brought to you by SWBC Mortgage. I'm Kevin KT Turner, joined by RJ Choppy. Hi. Lindsey Draper and Dave Hellman from DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> hey, dude. And, of course, Rayfield Wright. Yeah. Now, we were uh, going to talk about something that happened in Sunday's game, but also how it might relate to the days of the past. I don't know how you feel about it, Rayfield. Back in the day, you were not having uh, instant video, instant replay or uh, you know, video review or things like that. And then we saw on Sunday Jason Garrett – you know, kind of got into it with the referee, with the uh, with the challenge flag issue, and and all of that stuff. Well, first of all, before we get started, your initial just thoughts on the idea that they have instant replay? Would they be better off without it? Do you think, or what do you what do you think? Well, with the way that uh, things are going today in the official world, okay, uh, things are happening so fast. And the calls are being made so fast yeah. that, uh, you know, there are mistakes that are made, mm-hmm. no question about it. And the opportunity to challenge those mistakes in, in your eyes should be present. And they are present. And that's what happened on Sunday. You know, there were some things happening that the, the coach didn't really agree with. And, you know, by the flag, he had an opportunity to, to challenge the, those calls. And that's what, as a head coach, you have that opportunity to do that. And that's what he did. Now, I know Lindsay wants to get on our soapbox here. I know oh, you're ready I to go in on this, on this flag thing. I saw, I saw your tweet, and you asked Jason about all this. So Yeah, Dave was there, too. We love no, the Lindsay, walk-off. Lindsay did it. We can dive in a little uh, yeah. with, with him a little bit more after the press conferences. But, yeah, he was so upset because he knew he was going to have to use it, yet he said the entire sideline, all the coaches that jumped out there, they all saw Amari's feet and bound. So he's like, why do I have to use my flag when we all saw it? Why didn't you see it? So that was where the frustration came from. He said something else, though. Yeah, he said. Apparently, it was. uh, Yeah. He said a few. God forbid he used a foul word on a football field. That's never (laughs) happened before. No, I mean it's funny to me though. Is like I said this on Monday. If a player had drawn that flag, we would be talking about how he like cost the team and this and that and like nothing makes fans matter than when a player does something boneheaded. (laughs) This is true. But. Jason Garrett is so even keeled and so stoic. You know, yeah. fans get so mad that he just stands there and claps that him getting that mad made everybody happy. It, it like, ignited the fans. Oh, yes. All of yeah. the fans really were did. like, yeah. yes, Jason, get pissed off. You're the best. We've been dying to see this for no, you for years. We have Kellen Moore had to be held back. It was <laughs> no, an amazing Seriously, scene. Kellen Moore and Chris Richard were flanking him <laughs> like bodyguards. They were like, you coming to us? First time Kellen Moore ever held anybody back. It's seriously. Great. Like, he's not this big guy. But. We have we have the privilege, you know, us, me and Lindsay work in the building. We yeah. we've seen a little bit more of Jason Garrett than than maybe the public. So it's not super surprising to me, but I think it's it's fun that you know fans that want to see that out of him. I guess you got it. Way to go! And, and <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but like you know, Aaron Rodgers did the same thing to an official in yeah. the same game. Just yeah. berated yeah. him. Same kind of language, if nothing. You, if you don't like profanity, the, uh, the NFL's in, not your game. Well, an NFL field is just not a no. place for you. Well, no. and I think the big question was apparently it was from the Anthony Brown situation earlier that Jason had words with that official. Right. And then 
everyone's wondering, well, did that have any bearing on the fact that you threw a flag? Because it shouldn't. Keep in mind, too, and for the record, the pass interference challenge system seems like a joke to me. Oh, it is. I'm not saying it would have worked. But I if, hate it. If that hadn't happened, if Garrett hadn't had to challenge that, he could have challenged the Kevin King interception. Yes. That's why where he knew we he would talk, need it later. We want to talk about head slaps with Deacon Jones and uh, Mr. Rayfield right here. <laughs> Kevin King was slapping the heck out of yeah. Michael Gallup's helmet. So he almost fell forward won. on the ground. He might have had a case. I don't think he would have won because I think that rule is a joke, but we'll never know because he had to use his challenge on that pass. Cool. Rayfield, have you ever seen uh, an official – get mad and throw a flag because of something that was said? Because to me, I just kind of thought like that stuff just doesn't happen in football. Like, that's something that seems like it happens in baseball. No, like, it, 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 it truly happens in football. No question about it. Uh, you know, there's right and there's wrong. There's justice and there's injustice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can take that any way you want to take sure. it, all right? But, Every uh, single snap. You know, the way that officials are, you, you – you, you know, they are human. And yeah. when you're human, you're going to make mistakes. And these guys make a lot of mistakes. They seem to be making more mistakes right. today than they made yesterday. And that is something that gives the coaches the opportunity to challenge these mistakes. And there are new rules that have come in the game uh, in challenging the players in doing certain things you know it's almost like a player's on his way in for a touchdown and saying hey come on you yeah. know what i mean yep. you know what is that about you know what i mean that should have technically that hey, should have been a taunting penalty absolutely right hey, hey you pay players you know you play right wide receivers to catch passes score touchdowns right yeah you pay running backs to run the ball and score touchdowns, right? Facts. Pay refs to get it right. And you can go through the whole system. Offensive lineman, mm-hmm. you pay them the block, right? And protect your quarterback. Defense, you plan, you know, to, to stop the other opposing team. That's why you pay them. So, you know, you, uh, you expect these, you know, players to do their job. You don't have to broadcast making a tackle. You don't have to broadcast <laughs> mm-hmm. scoring a touchdown because you're paid to do that. That's very interesting. That's, that's the way we came. That's the way I came through the system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's You what, weren't trying to make SC top ten. Uh, be on Instagram. <laughs> Lindsay's all about that. Lindsay wishes I, it was 1970. I was born in the wrong yeah, era, really I believe. Were. Should have been with Rayfield. Well, that you, was during the day. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. when – that's when the game first came out into, you know, the system itself. Yeah, right, you know, absolutely. And it was real. I'm not saying that it's not real today, but, you know, it was really, truly real back in the day. Back in the 60s and the 70s. And a lot of fans understood it and some didn't. And that's why so many fans was so happy to see Jason come out yeah. like he came out, Heck yeah. you know, yeah, because absolutely. he hadn't came out like that. But you go back to George Allen, you go back to all these guys, these head coaches back in the in the past, you'll see that come out of these guys. And what some fans may, like, kill Jason for, just kind of being even kill, you could, you could argue that as a strength. 
Oh, and that's why it was time. so uncharacteristic. 100%. Yeah. It was yeah. so uncharacteristic for it to happen. But the way it happened it was probably good for the team, but they yeah. were coming back either way. They had the momentum. Right. They oh, were coming absolutely. back, and that game was dangerous. Uh, but it was just so out of character for him to kind of lose his cool. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, technically, uh, the first challenge, I mean, I know he He had first, to do it. He had down to 24 do it. Three. What are you going to do? Yeah, he had to do it. They were down 21. But, I you know. also asked Jason about, you know, if you go back, you saw the clip in slow-mo that they're kind of arguing, he, he and the referee, and, and he said, well, throw the flag then. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, did he bait you into that? And, of course, he said, no, he didn't. But still, I think if you go – Ah. Okay. <laughs> Here's how I, I Jason It was Garrett, very like throw it then. Jason like a Garrett's, challenge almost. His responses are predicated on the fact that he can get fined. Okay. Like we can't get <laughs> yeah. fined. No, maybe I can't get fined. Maybe so I'm wrong. We can take liberties. So, have you, have you guys ever played blackjack? Yeah. No, I like to go never, a little bit. Never been like, to a casino in my life. I like to go to Winstar play blackjack and sometimes the blackjack dealer will will help you. If there's a there's a, it's a Oh, it's the best. And they'll it's tell the you. Best. I kind of thought the ref cuz you could read the ref's lips. He said he the quarterback he said he didn't play the ball. And I thought the ref was kind of doing the blackjack dealer thing for Jason, saying, don't throw the flag. We're, we're not going to overturn it. He didn't play the ball. Oh, I thought that's what he was doing. So you were on the so I was, side of So this. I was frustrated that Jason threw the flag, so but I totally there understood. Go. Got to do it, though. I did understand that was a 21-point game. Is such yes. a sure. good, that's such a good analogy, like a blackjack dealer. Like, are you sure you yeah. want to stay on that? <laughs> <laughs> You're not on 12. Yeah. Don't, don't do that it. Yeah. And that's where – but. Yeah. That, so, but I, I was so I was thinking about the first challenge, but he did what he had to do. Uh, yeah, he did. He, it, he really did. And you have to understand, and you have to know, you know, that uh, change, sure. change is, is is taking place, and change take place for a reason. And the 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 most uh, important reason is is safety. Yep. For the players that yes. are playing the game. Yeah, 100%. You know, and it's not like yesterday, but it's today. Safety is, is truly, you know, important. Not just to on the professional mm -hmm. side, but when you get to the collegiate side and you get down to high school and you get down to the Pee Wee League, you got to deal with safety. And that's one of the serious things that is going on today yeah. based on all of the issues that has taken place in the past with players. Yeah. So we have to consider that. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. It needs to be one of the first things we consider. Yeah. Absolutely. But we want to win football we're games. Win games. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we will on Sunday. But yeah. let's uh, talk a little bit about the game against the Jets. i got a couple of the questions for you, Rayfield, that I think everyone's going to find very entertaining. That is coming up next on the Happy Hour. Woo! Brought to you by SWBC Mortgage on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
Back, Back to the SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Happy Hour. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Thank you very much, announcer man. I'm Kevin Turner with RJ Choppy, Lindsey Draper, Dave Hellman, and Rayfield Wright is Woo! in the house. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. I want to ask you a question, Rayfield. Yes, sir. As a Hall of Fame offensive tackle, who is the greatest pass rusher in Dallas Cowboys history? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. So, the guy you would least want to, I guess, go toe-to-toe with. Oh, are you talking about with the Cowboys, that uh, the pass rusher of the Cowboys? Yeah. That I practice against every day? Oh, is this who you're picking Could right here? Anybody. No, no, no. I, you got to go back to guys like uh, Harvey Martin. Sure. All right. And Tutal Jones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. These guys was really tough, but there's one thing that's interesting about this. And that is how great those guys were. I had faced some of the best defensive ends uh, in the game from Deacon Jones, Bubba Smith, Carl Ella, Claude Humphrey, Jack Youngblood, L.C. Greenwood. These are guys I blocked every year. Yeah. Okay. And I knew their moves and everything. Okay. And I used to show how you stay after practice and work with Harvey and Too Tall and show them some of their moves that they made. And I used to work with them, and they used to work with me, and they helped me as much as I helped them, okay? Yeah. So if I, if I had to play against any other defensive end outside of the Cowboys, I would rather go back to the Cowboys because Harvey <laughs> Martin and <laughs> Utah Jones, uh, yeah. those guys were tough. Oh, yeah. And they didn't slap you in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I bet they did. Points. I bet they did. <laughs> well, they didn't. They, they, You know, back then, you couldn't grab uh, the offensive line. The defensive line just couldn't grab you and hold you. And it becomes a wrestling match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you couldn't do that. That's 15 yards. More hand fighting back then. And yeah, like it was that, more right? hand, fan, hand fighting, slapping upside the head, you know, doing different things. Because all these – Defensive ends back in those days, they were all different. And you have to study these guys, you know. You couldn't you can't block one of these guys the same way that you block the next guy sure. because some was big, strong, others was fast, others was quick, others were finesse. Mm-hmm. Jack Youngblood was finesse. You know what I'm saying? So you had to study these guys. And you couldn't reach out and grab them and hold them and become a wrestling match. You just couldn't do that. I think it's interesting what you said because I remember when I started covering the team, at least it was DeMarcus Ware working with Tyron Smith. And then it was Tyron Smith working with DeMarcus Lawrence. Right. And then it was DeMarcus Lawrence working with Lyle Collins. All these things back and forth. Right. And maybe that's a thing that's been happening in football for for years. But I always love that type of stuff. And you just see the – the torch get passed, if you will, and these guys are helping each other, especially at those positions, more so than any oh, other. It oh, seems. absolutely. But well, that's what makes it happen. That's what prepares you. Uh, the game itself is 80% mental yeah. and only 20% physical. So it's a mental aspect of the game that you have to acquire. You know, understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's what it is, and you got to understand that. I got here in 13. I tell this story too often, but 13, I got it was Tyron's third year, and 
DeMarcus Ware just whipped him up and down the field for the duration of training camp. And I remember being like, this guy's responsible for Romo's blind side. Like, we're not – this team's not going anywhere. Like, it was awful. Like, he could not do anything with DeMarcus Ware. Turns out DeMarcus Ware is a Hall of Famer, too. Tyron mm-hmm. Smith's pretty good. He went to the Pro Bowl that year. So yeah. I'll never forget. I think Tyron's that. fine. Yeah, he's fine. In he's fact, fine. they need Tyron. I, I'm interested in Rayfield as a guy who played offensive tackle, and, and RJ's my gambling guy here. So just <laughs> right. <laughs> so okay. The early line on the game against the Jets was eight and a half points, I believe. Yeah. Cowboys by eight and a half points. But let's say today Tyron didn't practice and he Lyle did, did not Neither practice. one of them practiced. If both of those guys did not play, how much more concerned would that make you? You know, is playing if you and the and the other art tackle and you're playing, I mean, that makes a huge difference. Well, first of all, you got to understand that Tyron is a, you know, when I watch a football game, I don't watch a, the only thing I watch, believe it or not, is the offensive line. Yeah, <laughs> I know? do believe that. That's, that's, what the, last, that's the last thing most people watch. And I'm gonna tell yeah. you, Tyron. Excuse my French, but he's a hell of an offensive left tackle. Okay? Oh, my goodness. No yep. question about it, okay? And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that he's been injured, you know, as much as he has been the last couple of years or so. But I'm telling you, he is a very, very good offensive tackle. Yeah. You know, and I've watched many tackles, man, but he's very good. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very, you know, and he's playing a key position, you know, on the backside. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He, he's playing a very key yeah. position, and you got to have that on that side. That yeah, po- absolutely. That position. You got to have it. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm taking liberties, but, like, one or both one or both of them is going to play. I, I think. agree, I think, right? I yeah. think Tyron's out there on Sunday. I agree. I think Lyle, they probably take that up to Sunday afternoon. It seems ambitious to think he could get out there six days after spraining his MCL, but yeah. he's also basically a grizzly bear, so yeah. anything's possible. But I think they'll have. I think they'll at least have Tyron for the, that. The line's moved to seven, by the way. It's moved to seven. Yeah, um, but, but Darnold's been officially cleared. Okay. So it was started never, eight and a half, and it kind of moved down. I would half. never dream of betting on that game, but, like, the Cowboys will cover that. Like, they're going to win by a touchdown or more, I think. I would think so. I mean, Darnold makes it more interesting. It does, um, but their offensive line doesn't. I've no. spent a little bit of time watching it over the last two not days. Good. It's not don't very good. do you get really, really weak on mono, too? I had mono. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. That is scary. I, like, could, I, just, I, I, I had it, but I could give I you no insight. I just blacked out for a couple weeks. <laughs> give you no insight. Rayfield, did you ever get mono? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't. I never got it either. No, I never did. Either. I didn't either. Thank I don't know how no. you would play with it. I have I, no idea. I'm with I'm serious. Like, it, apparently, he just started doing cardio like last week. He has to have lost like at least 15 pounds, yeah. right? I mean, if you it, really can't do much and your body it just goes weak. That's I, what I've heard. I mean, I would just be. That's what you've saying? heard, not yeah. from experience? Not, no, I have no. not had mono, but it was like a thing in high school to watch out for. So, yeah, I, I, I don't. I know they struggled against the Packers. I know they lost to the Saints. They also beat three winless teams pretty comfortably. I'm not saying anybody should be impressed if they beat the Jets, but they're going to beat the Jets. The, like, the, it, it's like, okay. You know, the Jets before the season, their win total was seven and a half. The Cowboys was eight and a half, nine. Yeah. It's, the Jets were getting seven and a half? Yeah. They were, why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, but why were we only getting eight and a half to start? Because, and well, then, then they, it went to nine. 
But still, like that to me was really, really low. Like somebody's knowing knows something that we just don't figure out. But the, they all live in Vegas. They all live in Vegas. But like the Jets were thought of as one of those kind of a trendy up and comer, up and coming yeah. team, second year quarterback or third year. Well, see, those are the kind of teams you really have to watch. Yeah, those teams like that. These are teams you you you, you we have to win the games. That we supposed to win. Yeah, true. this is in definitely order, one. Yeah. No, in th- order to get to where we want to go. If yeah. if they you know, can't find uh, a way to win this one, then I it'll played, be a uh, different conversation. Yeah, they yeah got, they you know, steal I played thirteen else. years, and uh, you know, I was in the in the playoffs twelve of my thirteen years, and one year we had to win eight games at the end of, toward the end of the season to get to the playoffs, and we did. But you got to win the games that you are supposed to win. No question about it. Because there are tough games. And I know that we can win those games. And it's going to be a fight with the other games. Because both the teams, they're all good teams in the National Football League today. Believe me. Is it hard as a player to not look ahead to... Oh, it's the Philadelphia Eagles and no. the division rivals. Is it no. hard not to even think about it at all? Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't, but in no. human nature, just a little bit? No. Okay. When we played, we only focused on one game, yeah. and that was the game we planned. Whether or not that game was a game that we should win or it should be a tough game, you have to stay focused on the game in which you are playing. Mm-hmm. You There's- can't look. Ahead. There's 53 guys you know, on the active roster right now. I feel comfortable saying less than 10 of them know who's up next. Like, they really do live week to week. Yeah, yeah. they I, do. I, I believe that, yeah. too. I think the coaching staff have done a great job in coaching. Oh, this coach staff's done tremendous because think about that game that we saw on Sunday. That was the, basically the exact game that got Wade fired in 2010, right? It was in Green Bay. They were getting beat, yeah. blown out, and they yeah. quit. They basically, I don't want to say quit, but they – they didn't have a good showing. This one. They lost 45-7. to seven, Yeah, so. 31-3, yeah. and they made it a game. That's yeah. a Jason Garrett yep. team. Yeah. They never quit on him. You no, you don't can't quit. can't write that off. Guys, looking forward to this week's game, um, and I'm, I'm really excited. I had a great time tonight. Uh, we gotta, we're about to have to shut it down, though. we gotta, we got oh, a time. Ready. It flies by, man. It goes by so fast. Rayfield Wright, ladies and gentlemen. Rayfield. started. Okay. Rayfield, thank you, man. It was awesome hanging out with you tonight, man. Thank you, I'm honored to be here. Dave, Dave Hellman and Lindsay. All right. We'll be Thanks here for having at the start. Me, you need Draper. us. Yeah, we're right downstairs. <laughs> we're here all the time. I always see you guys all the time. So. Yes. But uh, it's awesome to work with you guys. And, of course, RJ Choppy. I'm coming back again next week and the week after. This is it's great. so fun, right? Yeah. I love the Cowboys yeah. Club. Let's lock him in. This has been another edition of the Happy Hour at the Cowboys Club, brought to you by our wonderful friends at SWBC Mortgage. Cowboys Jets this week. Go Cowboys.